If you've watched my video on Facebook or in Wire Differently Facebook, my private or my Wire Differently Facebook, I think even in Instagram, I, I had a quote there. Uh, dreams are not for practical people. And I slammed the book down and I used some aggressive language. And I hope you've seen the video and, and understand that I was really doubling down on these aspirations and these thoughts of young minds and people. And I, and I really wanted to drive home the point that, you know, it's important if they, if you want to leave where you are, if you want to be different than what you are, if you want to escape the place you are to become who you want to be, Dreams are required, right? Dreams are required. And I got on this tangent, you know, because I do that. And, and, I, and I started talking about how dreams really wired differently. People uh, uh, are not practical people and dreams on that hand are not for practical people. And so the funny thing is, so I'm on my way home and I call my wife and I'm just around the corner and little sailor, my grandson, you know, I get excited when I talk about him. I have a grandson, sailor and Judah. And a little granddaughter named Nora. Well, Sailor's really on and off living here. He's just a great, great, he's just a great kid. And he's six years old. And I told Nana, my wife, I said, hey, you know, Tracy, I'm going to talk about dreams. Dreams are just not practical. Uh, I, I said, dreams are just not for practical people. You know, dreams are not for practical thoughts. And Sailor heard that over the phone. And he said, Papa, uh, what's practical? And I said, well, sailor, Nana's practical, right? <laughs> and sailor goes, oh. And then about two seconds later, he says, Papa, so Nana can't have dreams? Ooh, stung a little bit, stung a little bit. So I thought I would just kind of dive into really what the difference is with between what I would call a big D and a little D, a big dream and a dream. So, yes, sailor, if you're watching this, Nana has dreams. You can have dreams. These are dreams. Everybody has dreams. But I want to talk specifically about the dream I'm talking about that's not for practical people. So I titled this Dreams Are Not For Practical people today, but I'm just giving you five reasons practical thoughts are not for dreams. So let me just qualify what's going on here before I get all kinds of email and stuff. You know, why do you say that stuff, Todd? And, you know, I know I'm getting somewhere when I get those emails, so they don't hurt my feelings, but I just want to separate the difference between, let me check this out, the difference between um, I have a dream versus I had a dream. So I had a dream versus I have a dream or I have a dream versus I had a dream. So a little sailor is thinking when I say dreams are not for practical people, meaning dreams in your sleep or dreams when you're ruminating at night or dreams that are subconscious thoughts in the middle of the night and, or thoughts that are not really understandably or focused at some time, those dreams, yes, sailor, those are dreams that Nana has. And when I pick on my wife, I say she's practical because she is practical. She's an accountant. She's black and white. Todd's right or wrong. You know, that's how we roll in this house. And so sometimes practical people are not um, prone to thinking out of a box so much. But the idea of practical people not having dreams sometimes is this stretch or this push or this pull. So here's the difference. I have a dream versus I had a dream. 
So I want to talk about, I have a dream, right? I have a dream. And I, I would never do him justice. Martin Luther King said, I have a dream that one day we are all equal, that we one day we're all free, that one day we can be one country, one world, one nation, one day that we can have the civility on all people. I have a dream. Yeah. 1963, I think I wrote this down, August 28th. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it polarizing, but it did really shake the world. And the interesting thing about that speech about I have a dream was is that he spoke last. He, Martin Luther King was really placed at the end of the pack because they thought most people would leave by then. But to their surprise, people actually even gathered more and certainly stayed for that message. But the point of that message, I, I really want to understand, obviously, that racism and all the things that are going on in this country right now are still trying to, unfortunately, be fulfilled with I have a dream. But Martin Luther King said, I have a dream. And unfortunately, when he said that, he was pointing out that dreams are somewhat impractical, because if you're going to stretch for something, if you're going to go for something, it's got to be out of your hands or it's not really a dream. It's just an action or, or something that happens. And unfortunately, back in 1963, it was it was not equal. It was it was not civil. There were not jobs. There were the, the things that the, the, the racism was uh, certainly it was it's worse than it is now. It was worse than it is now. But it was it was bad. And they were, he reached for something that wasn't practical. And I remember listening to the, I actually re-listened to the speech just before I talked about this here and now with you. And he, he literally goes on in his speech and he, he drills down. He doesn't just say, I, 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 we want to be free. He doesn't just say, we want to be equal. He doesn't just say, we want civil uh, uh, economics equality. He doesn't just say that. He literally drills down. This is what goes to my head is he, he has a dream that the state of Mississippi can be free. The state of Mississippi, he literally drilled down. That's how far-fetched he, he thought this was, but he saw that it could happen, but it wasn't practical in 1963. And we find out now that in 2020, 21, it's more practical, but it still needs to be a dream that needs to be finished. Well, this message isn't exactly about civil rights right now, but this is this idea how Martin Luther King taught us to say, I have a dream. Think big, think practical, think impractical that things can get done. Right. That's the difference, little sailor, than I had a dream. I had a dream last night. I had a dream that the dog was running around the yard and couldn't find the rabbit. And the rabbit got across and it ran across the street. I had a dream that, uh, you know, a Martian came down and ate all my Twinkies, which is, you know, not practical, but it's just a dream. It's not it's it's, it's not a proficient uh, forecast of things that we want to do beyond ourselves. So here's what I want to do. I want to give you five practical reasons Five practical reasons. Practical thoughts are not dreams. So I'm. this is my way of stretching you. So five practical reasons that practical thoughts are not dreams. All right. All right. So here we go. Number one, practical thoughts are safe. So if you have a practical thought in your dream, it's just it's just safe. 
It's not pushing yourself. It's not developing yourself. It's an area of a thought that really can't be qualified as a dream when we're thinking about a Martin Luther King. I have a dream. That's just a thought that's going to turn into a dream that ruminates in your mind or just a thought that's going to happen because it's safe. Practical thoughts are safe. Practical thoughts keep you in an area of where you're already at. Practical thoughts are things like, well, this will work because I've calculated out to the final. I have an Excel spreadsheet on everything. And, you know, we won't need God in any of this because I've got all down to commas and decimals and statistics. Right. So, number one, practical thoughts are safe. They're, They're more calculated. They're more certain. Right. Well, that doesn't qualify for a dream. So there's one. Number two, practical thoughts include others in their comfort. So when you start to have practical thoughts, part of your dreams or your visions, you know, they are a vision, but they're practical. So they can't really be a dream. And so when you start to do that and you're safe, then you include other people in that thought process. They are like minded or that they are safe for you or they are safe around your thoughts or guard your same thoughts. Right. What, what, think about it, if Martin Luther King just only surrounded himself with people that just thought like him. He could have never reached the dream portion that he was dreaming and still dreaming of. He, 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 he stretched himself, right? And he surrounded himself and tried to surround himself with, with, with people of different colors and different thoughts and different ideas. And he he pushed it from that regard. So he he certainly wasn't safe in thought and he certainly wasn't safe with in people around him. Right. Number two, number three, uh, uh, practical thoughts hold you hostage to your own limits. Your practical thoughts will always hold you hostage, hostage, right? Hostage. I mean, I think about someone under gunpoint or or locked in a room, right? Bound and gagged. I know it's bad thoughts, but you've seen the movies, right? Well, well, well what, what I'm trying to say is, is that the, these practical thoughts will hold you hostage. Hostage to the only limits of your safe thoughts. The practical thoughts about you, the practical thoughts around you will only hold you hostage. It's a it's a vicious word, but I want to make the point. Practical thoughts hold you hostage to where you're at and where your walk is and where your life is. I mean, to go back to Mr. Martin Luther King, if he would have had practical thoughts, he would have been hostage or in bondage just the way they were fighting to get out of. He was fighting for his his following and all the people around him. He, he They would have continued to held be held in hostage. And right now we're the, the, the Black Lives Matter and the movement is still trying to move away from that hostage because they still have a dream that we should all be a part of for sure, for sure. So number four, practical thoughts force subconsciouses. Practical thoughts force subconsciouses thoughts to be grounders routine grounders. So so your practical thoughts then become just regular, easy layups. What they say in politics, a softball question or a routine grounder. Your thoughts are always just germinating and swirling around easy things that you can attain. Easy things. You're not, you're not asking the hard questions. You're not answering the hard questions. 
You know, like, do I work out enough? Of course you don't. If you're having to ask a question, you know, it do, you know, you're asking a tough question. Am I, am I reading enough? Right. That's of course you're not. If you're asking, if you, you got to ask the hard questions to stretch yourself. Right. Uh, 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 practical thoughts lend us to routine grounders as questions and things and thoughts about ourselves. And number five, number five, when we talked about five practical reasons, practical thoughts are not dreams. Number five is practical thoughts leaves us in Groundhog Day. You know, Bill Murray had the movie Groundhog Day, and I, I thought it was a pretty good movie. But it just was the same thing over and over and over and over and over. What the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and thinking you're going to get a different result. Well, that was Groundhog Day. And that's exactly what I'm talking to you about practical thoughts. And that's why practical people don't have great dreams because they're stuck in practicality. Right. So in so in review, let's just go through this one. Practical thoughts are safe. Hard to have a I have a dream moment when you're safe in thoughts. Number two, practical thoughts include others in their comfort zone. So it's hard to have an I dream moment if you're surrounding yourself with people that are all thinking exactly the same as you, lock and step, not venturing out or pushing you or pulling you anywhere. Number three, practical thoughts hold you hostage to the limits of your ability to not deal with fear or difficult questions, right? And number four, practical thoughts force subconscious to get routine grounders. Your subconscious is just taking the routine grounders, the easy questions, not pushing, not storing anything in your subconscious. And last but not least, practical thoughts leave you in Groundhog Day, right? Bill Murray, round and round and round we go. So those are the five practical reasons practical thoughts are not dreams. So I'm just as a bonus right now, I'm guessing if you want a bonus, I got it for you around here. I want to give you the five steps to dream effectively. The five steps to dream effectively. So here we go. You're saying, Todd, well, if you're going to give me the five reasons practical people have practical thoughts and are not dreamers, I have a dream, they're more I had a dream, then I'm going to give you the five steps to help impractical people dream bigger, right? I want you to understand the idea and the power of non-practicability, right? It's not a word, but we just made one. Five steps to dream effectively. Number one, focus on what you truly want, not what you think you can get or deserve. So what I'm trying to say is you got to focus. When you start to dream, you need to dream big, right? Take the gloves off. Just dream big. Don't dream about a car and then just say, oh, I know I can only afford a $15,000 car. Well, that's a practical thought. That's not a dream. You got to allow yourself to let loose. You got to allow yourself to be impractical. Now, I'm not the perfect guy in every phase of life, for sure. I mean, I got a lot of warts and many metaphorical ideas. But one thing that I really to almost a fault is I'm not practical. My wife will tell you that there's nothing practical about me, and it hasn't always worked in my favor, but I will tell you this. When I dream, I don't dream about something I can have. I dream about something I want to have. Because if you dream about or think about or vision about only things that you can get, that's what you end up with. Right? Number two. Read and study on what you truly want. To really, truly want this car, then go in there and be a student of cars. My daughter, Courtney, is uh, taking a, a job 
I don't know how long she's going to have it. I think she's going to, she could do it forever. She's so good at it, but she got stopped from, from finishing her radiology degree and decided that she needed a job in between before school picked back up because of the COVID schmovid. And now she's out selling Mazda. She's selling cars, right? I'm so proud of her, right? She's like, uh, started off a little slow learning the game, but now she's selling three, four, five, six cars. And I get a message, ding, 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 sold another car. And I'm like, what's going on here? Well, the point of the matter is, People come in to buy cars from her. People come in to buy cars all over the world all the time. Well, listen, you got to think about uh, uh, the, 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 be a student of cars is what I'm trying to, when she became a student of cars, you're going to buy a car, be a student of cars, go talk to Courtney, talk about this car, talk about that car. Why is this car better? And then go, I hate to say it, but go to the other dealer and learn about a BMW, learn about a Mazda, learn about a Ford, learn, learn about a truck. Who wants a car when you can buy a truck? Sorry, Court. But that's what I'm trying to say is become a student of what you want, not of what you can get. Be a student of what you want, not of what you can get. I don't want you to live in this law of lack. Number three, describe it out loud to yourself and in conversations often. Describe, I want the car. Say it. I want the car. I want the red car. I want the car with the rims. I want the one with the left. I, I want the car. You're studying on it. I want the car. Go look at cars. Enjoy the journey of car looking, right? And then look in the mirror every now and say, you know, I'm going to get that car. I want the car. I know it's silly. But start to condition yourself and your mind to dream. Number four, go into great detail of the car, right? Go into great detail. The rims, the tires or the wheels, the, the stereo, um, the way it's going to smell, um, where you're going to drive it for the first time who you're going to take in the car with you for the first time, where the air conditioning is going to be in the back for your little six-year-old son, the little, the little place where you're going to store your Coca-Cola and your pens and all this stuff. And, and, and if the visor is going to flip down, if it's going to be tinted across the front, are you going to tint the sides? You know, are you going to have a special stereo system? I mean, really start to ruminate and, and breathe and almost waft the aroma of the vehicle and the time and when it's going to happen, right? You got to do those things. Don't, don't, don't think about what you can get in great deal. Think about what you want in great deal detail. Okay. All right. So the last thing I want to tell you, we're going to wrap this thing up is release the hounds, sick the pit bulls on them. So release the hounds. I know if anyone's ever heard the term release the hounds. Well, that's a term that's uh, maybe even some biblical proportion, but it's release the hounds. And sometimes it's a negative thing, but in my vernacular, it's a positive thing because we got this thing called our subconscious. You know, we've been talking about it, but that subconscious is a hound dog. That that subconscious of your mind, all these steps we were just talking about and taking you through your dreams of what you want, not of what you can get. Settle in your subconscious. And that subconscious is a doer. And that subconscious is a hound dog. And I would tell you, in some cases, it's a Labrador retriever. And in most cases, certainly in my case, it's a pit bull. And you give that subconscious, your pit bull, the permission to sick them. Right. So all these steps you're doing is settling all these thoughts of things that you want, 
not of dreaming of things that you can get. Because we know if you're thinking of things that you can get, they're not a dream. They're just a thought. But if you're settling on things that you want that are a stretch, I have a dream, they're going to happen. You're going to go get them and you're going to release the pit ball, your subconscious. Well, anyways, I just wanted to encourage you on all that. And I want to say, give a shout out to my little man, Sailor, because he gave me the inspiration of this little quick talk here on Sunday because I hadn't seen him in a while. And, and I just want to assure you, Sailor, man, Nana is practical. That's okay. She's a good practical person. And I love her because she's practical. Could you imagine if my wife, Tracy Sailor, wasn't practical? So she would have, if she was, if she was not practical and you have a not practical Papa and a not practical Nana. Oh my gosh, this house would be chaos. So she's actually being practical to keep everything balanced. So we're going to dream for Tracy and we're going to dream for everyone. And we should all have a dream and we should think about Martin Luther King and we should think about all this stuff and we should think about Black Lives Matter. and We should think about what is going on out there, because I'm going to tell you this as a righty. I'm going to tell you 100 percent. I'm positive that everything that the right has to say is not accurate. And I will also tell you that everything on the left can't be true either. So we've got to be doing some of this. OK, so let's think about this. Let's all have a dream. Right. Let's have a dream. Let's not got dreams. Let us not sailor checking out. I hope you enjoy your Sunday and you have a great week to come. Wired differently. Let's do this thing called life. This has been the Wired Differently.